I don't know about you, but I'm thinking that for 900 bucks a month, I could wear a skirt. Three men, five headlines, no warning, no rules. It's a right angle lightning round brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Can you feel the excitement? Good. Click that like button. Click that notification button, that five star button, that little heart button, whatever you got. Click it. Push all the buttons. Yeah, push them all. Let God sort them out. I don't know what that means. It just felt right in the moment. All right. uh, Without further ado, uh, let's see, Bill, according to my notes, we're starting with you this week. Los Angeles agrees to proposal to spend $3 billion. Mm. I love giving you the Los Angeles stories. To spend $3 billion to house its massive homeless population. Now, I did the math on this one, Bill. There are approximately 59,000 homeless people in Los Angeles County. So Los Angeles plans to spend about $51,000 on each of them. And the median income in the United States is about $51,400 before taxes. Um, is it any wonder that people are so pissed off? How much per person did you say? Uh, about fifty-one thousand dollars per is this homeless per person year? on this project. I can move some. I can. I can move some books to the garage and free up a couple <laughs> rooms at that rate. Um, uh, you know, the, 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 easy to joke about it, but the but the the tragedy of it is. Yeah. Um, I saw an interview with a, with a, a man who. who um, runs a mission in downtown Los Angeles for the homeless. He lost a leg to um, to uh, plague or gangrene or something like that, which he contracted when he was out there walking the streets of Los Angeles, get, got bit by an infected rat, I think it was. He genuinely lost his leg. Uh, and he was looking at this and they've been, city of LA has been spending something like $300 million a year for the last 10 years, you know, and on, on homeless housing, specifically housing for, for low or no income people. You know how many housing units they built in, 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 I don't know, 10 years of $300 million each? If it's anything above zero. It's not. It's not. Wow. It's not anything above zero. It's zero. And you have to ask yourself, the the mystery is not that people will steal this money. They're talking billions of dollars just gone. Where'd it go? I don't know. It's not, that's not a mystery. The mystery is why we put up with it. That's the mystery. But that's the part I can't understand. Um, why, why the people who, who have been victimized by these uh, criminals and frauds for generations continue in large part to vote for them. That's the mystery to me. It, it goes to the power of the media, the power of, of social proof. Uh, Zoe and I talk about this quite a lot. The, the reason that so many uh, people continue to vote themselves in, into these horrific situations is because they've Someone's managed to convince them that voting for Republicans would be worse. Uh, and and OK, we you know, we, we don't have we don't have a world that's free of data. We just have a world that's free of wisdom. And the data is out there, Steve, all of the, the, the cities that are that are not just homelessness, crime and urban decay, all of it, all run by Democrats, most cases for 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 five decades or longer. And of all of the cases that are out there, to me, the one that's the most clear is New York City. I mean, I, I, my dad was a hotel manager in New York City in his very beginning, at the very end of his career. And, and in 1979, he made it crystal clear to me that there were places here that you are, that you don't need, you should not cross this street, you know, after dark. You need to stay on this side of this line. You, then all of a sudden you elect a Republican for mayor and, um, and, and next thing you know, Times Square is like, you know, like 
like river walk. It's like it's lit up at three o'clock in the morning and and people walk in there with their kids. Not the slightest problem at all. And everybody says, oh, wow, everything looks great. Let's go back to our inclination and, and, and elect some uh, some some, um, you know, progressives or socialists who are going to make us feel good. And then everything goes to hell again. Uh, what, what do you say? But I'm not surprised. Uh, I, it just means more money is going to disappear down the the um, the gaping gutter of of dismay that this city's become. Yeah, you mentioned Times Square. There, were, uh, you can actually find this online. Uh, hell, Tony Bourdain even said this that he actually missed the days where Times Square was infested by uh, you know addicts, pushers, and hookers because it was more authentic. Yeah, authentic that's a kind of. Yeah, that's the kind of comment that a that a multimillionaire yeah. uh, d bag who, who who goes from limousine to one place to another would say. Yeah, Sodom what was a, authentic a, as well. Yeah, <laughs> what a what a horrible for a horrible time, man. Uh, Scott, this one's to you. Oh, <laughs> angry mom who confronted New York City Mayor Eric Adams on toddler mask mandate fired from her job with the city. Uh, Daniela Jampel, who served an assistant corporate corporation counsel, learned that she was canned less than an hour after she confronted a caught off guard and apparently annoyed Adams uh, about when he would unmask our toddlers. The mask mandate is still in effect for kids uh, under five in New York City. And this was at the same time, Scott that New York City put out an anti-Florida poster with the word gay all over it saying, come to the city where you can say whatever you want. <laughs> really? Yeah, that uh, – now, I'm not going to say that there's a, uh, a, a causatory relationship between these two events. It could just be correlation. Uh, but it seems a little fishy. I mean, maybe she just got done with her quarterly performance review and got low scores and it just coincidentally, yeah, they kicked out the email uh, right after, or she knew she was about to be fired and decided to take advantage of this opportunity to tell the mayor just what she thinks about the child mask mandate. Um, I don't know if we'd think different of it if she had been insisting that children wear masks, um, if you know, if it had been on the other side. Uh, it, it, it doesn't look good. And we had uh, an, uh, great hopes for Eric Adams, even though he's a Democrat because of his background in law enforcement, some of the things he said about education. And so there were there, – and that still may be – you know, I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater and say just because he fired this uh, clearly cranky person uh, that I don't like him anymore. Uh, we'll see what he does over the course of his term. However, I do think in government um, – you, you need to mirror what you say you believe for the society. So if you say you want your city to be a place of free speech where, you know, homosexuals are dancing down the street holding hands and just shouting the word gay over and over again, which is what the poster looks like, um, then – it, you you need to you need to reflect that in the way you run your administration, and it does not seem like the Adams administration is being run that way. If we're to if we're to extrapolate from this event, you know, come uh, to New York where you can say gay, 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 gay all you want to, right up until the minute you're murdered. That's <laughs> the city that you really want to move to. Yeah, you know. Kind of off topic, I guess, but I didn't realize until I visited there with a, a girlfriend of mine uh, years and years ago that uh, Key West is probably the gayest place in in the country outside it of is. San Francisco. And it's just we had so much fun there. Everybody was uh, just friendly and, and gay. Warm. Even, you know, even though we were like the token straight couple at all the uh, parties we went to. Um, 
And I believe that uh, the Governor DeSantis is sending in the National Guard to round them all up uh, as, oh, as yeah, we speak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bill, this one's for you. Palm Springs City Council votes in pilot scheme to pay 20 transgender residents up to $900 a month for two years in a universal basic income test. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm thinking that for 900 bucks a month, I could wear a skirt. Yeah, uh, a nice one. Yeah. Uh, at, at that rate, you could buy from Target. They're paying. They're they're paying trans people nine hundred dollars a month to what now? Just to be trans? Uh, just to be trans. It's one of these UBI, Universal Basic Income experiments. Except to qualify for this particular program, you either have to be trans or non-binary. And non-binary. I mean, anybody can claim to be. Are you are, are you required not to work? You know, I didn't see that anywhere in the story. Because if you're required not to work, I'm going to apply. <laughs> you know, this is this this won't go on forever. You know, and it it, it, can't. it can't. It's yeah. one of the things that Glenn says that it's so true. Those that which cannot go on will not go on, and. Um, and I say we soak it up and polarize the whole thing while we can, because uh, you just can't have a world that is this morally, logically, economically inverted. You just can't. We're gonna, you should be aware, rather not aware, you should beware of things like the basic minimum income, any kind of discussions like that. Because uh, that's the kind of talk about from, from, from people who are determined to Make sure everybody gets that. Everybody gets that, and um, and nothing else. So I don't know, Steve. Uh, I, I I mean, you know, what do you say? It's California, and um, and I'll 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 let you know how things look from the bottom of the ocean when when it slides into the sea, and there'll be a a guy with a white beard and a staff standing there, you know, and fire's going to come in. Actually, that guy might be me. Come to think of it. <laughs> Steve, uh, I'd like to think that there's going to yeah. come a day when we're going to look back on this period in our history and say, you know, uh, with some shame, you know, remember back in those days when we decided to tell people who had serious mental illness that they were fine and everything was okay and they should just play that out in public as much as they possibly could instead of treating them, instead of helping them, instead of providing counseling and, and developing yeah. ways to address what is a serious problem. Um, I just think there's going to become a day where we're going to seem like monsters because we decided to pretend it was normal behavior instead of actually getting people the help they need. Yeah, maybe we'll need to stick this one at that uh, other video hosting site, but uh, name me another condition that we treat by altering chemically or surgically the healthy tissue. Yeah. Yeah, there isn't one. Uh, Scott, this one's for you. Radio station fires conservative host Amber Athey for racist joke about Kamala Harris's State of the Union pants suit. Um, and this is supposed to be a conservative radio station, WMAL in Washington, uh, D.C. And let me let me share with you this this racist joke. OK, Kamala looks like a UPS employee. It was a brown pants suit. What can brown do for you? Nothing good, apparently. Did, that, did you get that? Are you serious? That? That's just a UPS yeah. slogan, isn't it? it? Yes, it's the UPS slogan. <laughs> I made it's, Scott speechless. And it's clearly about the pantsuit. 
I mean, yes. like the joke is about the pantsuit. It's not saying that and it when, was UPS Brown. And, I, and I'm sorry to do this, and we may have to bleep this out only because it may hurt too much. But they weren't <laughs> saying when Kamala Harris is naked, she looks that way. They're saying she's wearing a pantsuit. My eyes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you know, just there are uh, – and, and let me just be clear about this. There are people who say and do racist things even today. There are nasty, bigoted, prejudiced, discriminatory people, not as many as there used to be and not as open as they used to be, but they're out there. And there are legitimate offenses that are committed against people simply because of the color of their skin. Go after those, you know, like find somebody who's really racist. There's no insensitivity to telling a pantsuit joke, comparing. I mean, that's, a, that's actually a pretty funny joke. And and it's funny because it's funny that UPS has these brown uniforms and that's like, it's an easily identifiable icon. Um, it's just, it, it. what it does, every time these kind of things happen, every time there's outrage about some benign act or or remark by somebody, it takes the focus off legitimate problems and makes it seem like this is the problem. And that hurts people who are actually hurting. That creates more injustice in a world where we say we seek justice. Yeah, no. The, the, and and okay. it's not a left-wing organization. It's not some woke organization. It's, it's an apparently uh, conservative um, website. Whoever it was who fired this person over that joke. Well, then, then those people need to be stripped of that title and uh, and leader and stripped of their uh, listenerships as well, because that is the most. That's just it's just totalitarian Stockholm syndrome nonsense. They should be ashamed it, of themselves. I hope those kind of people are not shipping things in brown boxes anymore. What did you say? <laughs> what does that you say? Know. Scott, I'm sorry, but that kind of speech is intolerable here at BillWhittle.com. Uh, we find that we find that kind of hate speech to be repugnant, and and uh, and I'm 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 very sorry to tell you that you're that you're not fired. Free at Indeed. last, you know, free at last. Thank God Almighty. My uh, my friend and town hall colleague Larry O'Connor does who does mornings at WMAL came out swinging in um, in Amber's defense and. I, I, at this point, are they going to fire him for standing up for an employee they fired? Who knows? But mm. I think Larry will come out on top. So will uh, Amber with any luck here. All right. Last headline is for me. Two key executives quit Trump's truth social media on Monday. Reuters reported that Josh Adams and Billy Boozer. God, I wish I'd been named that. Uh, the truth chiefs of technology and product development have both left. It's unclear at this time whether they resigned voluntarily or were forced out. Listen, I really wanted Truth Social to work. Um, I signed up for it on the on the very first day. They stuck me on a waiting list, which I didn't mind because sometimes these these tech site rollouts uh, they get overwhelmed and they crash and burn at opening. So okay, put me on a wait list. I'm fine. So on the wait list for ten days, I finally get my uh, my account approved. Well, the account Account sign up process was broken. They send you an email. Yeah. The email sends you a link to a web page. The web page doesn't work. You have to pull up the app on your iPhone. And at the time, there wasn't an Android phone app. But I thought, okay, all right, we've got some confusion here. We've got some growing pains. Whatever, they'll get through those. The the uh, direct messaging feature didn't work. The Android function didn't work. The web page didn't work. Nothing nothing except the the iPhone app worked. Well. Six weeks later, here we are. 
The web page still doesn't work. The Android app is still non-existent. The rollout of new features has still not happened. So it comes as no surprise that the chiefs of technology and product development are both out. Again, I don't know if they were fired or not, but I think there's a lesson here. Trump should have fired them at the launch, before the launch, when it was clear that, well, they just couldn't handle the truth and they needed to be shown the door. And we saw this when Trump was president. He just didn't fire enough of these placeholders in Washington. If he does come back in 2024, I hope that's the lesson he takes to heart from 2020. All right, that was your lightning round. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, to our sponsors at BillWhittle.com, thank you. You could become one of them yourself. Go to BillWhittle.com today. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.